Hey, what's up going on? What's going on? It's your boy Pin Game James, and you're now listening to Vibes at the Table Podcast, where we talk about poetry and everything else under the sun. Once again, I'm your host, Pin Game James, and with me is my guy, Craig Superweg. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, Mr. Pin Game James? Indeed, indeed, Sorry. indeed. You know, um, Big Fly the Fashion Guy, and she said they couldn't make it today, but shout out to them. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, so yes, before we start, you know I mean, like first, like, like let me just ask you, Craig. First, like, how you been? Oh, I've been good, man. Been good, just working, struggling, surviving, you name it. Uh, but the best thing about it is I'm still breathing, still alive. You know, God appreciate life and to uh, appreciate it in a way that we that I try not to take it for granted. So. Uh, you know, other than that, same old, same old, man. Let us see another 24. Okay. All right, cool, cool, cool. Me, I've been doing good. You know what I mean? Uh, just, um, just had went on vacation not too long ago. You know what I mean? Like, me and the family, we had went to um, some uh, theme parks uh, a couple weeks ago. We went to Six Flags, Beautiful Studios, and then we went to um, Disneyland. You know what I mean? My okay. uh, first time ever going out this way. And um, I enjoyed myself, man. Like, my first time in... Disneyland, you know what I mean? Have some much fun. You know what I mean? Looking forward to like going next year, um, either to like Disneyland or probably like Disney World. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, 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 you know, just, just, um, you know, just like, just like overall, just like benching myself and, uh, you know, and, and like working on some projects, which I will reveal towards the end of the show. But, um, okay, nice, nice, nice. For sure. Everybody loves the prizes, man. So definitely, uh, you know, I want to see what you want, you know, pull out the hat, man. Oh, for sure, man, for sure, man. You know, I, like, I've just been, like, inspired since, uh, you know, like, Hershey had, you know, dropped a couple, of, uh, a couple months ago, and then, you know, um, McFly, he had his, um, what, oh, so what I say, um, not mixtape, but album, you know what I mean, which was fire, yeah. so, you know, I've been, like, inspired to just, you know, to, like, create something. I haven't heard of that. I mean, what, what platform is it on? Is it on, like, what, Spotify? Or it's what, on, what, what's it on? Oh yeah, his his album is on Spotify. Okay. Uh any other platforms? Spotify and I think SoundCloud. Okay. I definitely look for it. Definitely look for it and I'll uh check it out for sure. Most definitely, most definitely. I mean, but um let's dive into it, man. So this topic that, you know, we're going to talk about today, you know, it actually was inspired from a lyric that I heard the rapper Common made. You know, and the lyric goes like this. We write songs about wrong because it's hard to see right. You know what I'm saying? So, and I, and you know, me being a fan, a participator in, you know, the written word and like writing songs, you know, I feel like today some rappers feel like as if they may not be good enough to, you know, hit mainstream or they feel like they have to act a certain way in order to get noticed. You know what I mean? So, like, that's like one of the things that, you know, we're going to, you know, dive into today. So, you know, let's get started. All right, so when it comes to the new rappers today, do you feel like the MCs today have a much harder time on trying to get on? You know, trying to reach that mainstream status? Um, I think that definitely is a challenge, but I don't think that street credit has to do with it. Um, I think street credit is a non-factor. Um, I think what's, what we're starting to see is uh, we're seeing the trend of 
of actual real hip hop trying to trying to resurface a little bit mm-hmm. versus what's more of a trendy gimmick um, starting to take over. So, for example, like in the last several years, we've seen different artists that have come from what I would say started with with maybe possibly like a, a, a future type of artist. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, right, um, right. For example, not to put his name out there, but we've seen different artists come that have a similar style to him. And uh, it's open doors for these different artists, and we know who those artists are who have different um, music out, um, including one who's actually facing some legal action because of his affiliations with what is considered part of the hip hop artist lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But as far as anything else for that matter, it's not really, I don't think Street Credit has anything to do with it. But uh, definitely, um, I would say that for the most part, getting on is simply because of talent and it's about who you know and who what labels are backing you and i think a lot of the new artists that are coming out are learning what some of the other artists who have been in the game have had to learn as far as publishing who to get behind not signing shady deals not getting bad publicity and promotion and marketing behind uh one particular artist who was shot in the foot she's going through that now she's had it with her label uh she was supposed to do two albums her second album was actually a mixtape turned into an album. Right, so I remember that, okay. Because the, the rule was that, or the contract dictated her to, to create three albums. Right. Before she can go and leave and join another label. But right. unfortunately right now, she's going through a label battle. She's also dealing with the legal battle with another hip hop artist who allegedly did the, did the, uh, the gunshot, if you will. Okay. But, no, no I, I just don't think, I mean, I just think getting on is the hardest part because of that. Mm. Right, I mean, I think today, you know, I think, you know, rappers today have, like, figured out the, like, quote-unquote cheat code into how to, like, not just, like, get famous, but to, like, you know, earn money for their craft. You know what I mean? It's like, today you see a lot of artists, you know, pushing the independent route. You know what I'm saying? Like, artists figured out, okay, I got different, um, different platforms to promote my music on. You know what I mean? They got the YouTube, they got Instagram, they got Facebook, they got TikTok, all these different avenues where they could promote their music on there and they could get a stream of fans coming out in like in these like different avenues. You know what I mean? And like once they have figured that out, it's like they only you only have to many artists, you know, shine out labels that you and I had grew up, you know, um being fans of. You know what I'm saying? It's like matter of fact, like many uh one uh, producer Many Fresh uh, said something in an interview a few years ago, and he was talking about in the next, what he said, I think 10 or 20 years, labels will be obsolete because of uh, because of what we're talking about right now. And you see today, that's, that's you know, like kind of true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like today, like rappers, they have the means to like, to like go independent, but but at the same time, I can see why they could go to a label because of the the um that machine that could that's like that could just like help them do all the work for them. Right. You know what I mean, it's just that, see, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's that's the thing. But that's where um when you talk about the le- backing of the labels and what where uh where music has gone. Mm. Now it's about it's not about streams because you don't make no money off streams. Right, right, right. Everything, you got to go on tour now. Yep. Like, what if you what if you go on tour, but your album sucked? 
or no one really streamed it or right. really knows you because you ain't got on. Now it's like the whole getting on process. You use a pro- you talk about TikTok, for example, mm-hmm. and other social media platforms. You have YouTube, you have SoundCloud, you have all these different things. A lot of artists got discovered through similar platforms. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, when you think about, um, I don't, and I really don't want to get into mentioning his name particularly, but when when Crank That came out, I remember, yeah, that was, that was oh, yeah, YouTube, that was a YouTube situation. Yep. And if, and if anything, he blew up from that. He blew mm-hmm. up from it. Mm-hmm. And so when you talk about social media platforms, there's a superstar who's up and coming. I'm gonna say her name just for the sake of of her name being out there. She's not, she's not. Um, I feel like she's on her way to mm-hmm. being great. Her name is Kia Harper. Uh, has a brand new album called Strangers that's out. Um, it's on all the main social media platforms. Mm-hmm. But she's an up and coming artist. She does R&B, uh, okay. real cool. Um, you know, definitely uh, somebody I grew up with. Uh, in high school and everything like that very strong talented very okay. very good songwriter um you know but she's you know up and coming and of course i'm pretty sure she understands the game too mm-hmm. um but you know shout out to her and her album is actually pretty dope so if you okay. guys have not heard it yet i suggest you go to either spotify apple music whichever social media platform you name it just took a moment to uh say that for a second but i'm gonna tell you out my school let's go but that's why that's why touring is such a big deal yeah. You look at all these artists that have been out in the game for decades, some who are just now coming out are hitting tours. That's where the money's at. Right. It's not it's not in CDs no more. It's not in the old stuff that we used to use. It, exactly. Streams exactly. Don't you no money. Streams don't make you no money. Nope. In fact, um, one of the female singers, I don't know if you, I, one of the female singers, she came out with a wow. Her her sister, they were sisters. They did an album together. Now she's gone solo. Oh. She told. Talking about how in one of her interviews, how how the music game really is, and she exposed a lot. If you ever had a chance to to catch the interview, I would say check it out because I might know you talking about. She's exposing the music industry for what it really is, and she's talking how she's learned it to the point where she understood that they were they weren't giving her credit for for uh, songs and albums that she actually produced for herself. So -hmm. when she made her own music, she wasn't making money off herself. The money she's been making has come from off tours and her making songs for everybody else. Right. That's where her money is. Where she was an executive producer for someone else. Yeah. If she executive for herself, she's not making no money off that. Mm. And she was talking about that. It was pretty serious, man. So, I mean, with that, all that, with all that said, I mean, what, what do you what do you think is going to happen right now? Do you think Manny Fresh was right when he said that? Honestly. About, Honestly, man, like I really think he, like, like I really think like he was on to something. You know what I mean, because like y'all remember, Manny Fresh, he was in the group till like this day is still known. You know what I mean? You know, you know what I mean. And I'm just like going to say, like you know, you know, um, cast money. And even before they got on, you know what I mean, they was making money before they they had like they had like got on like like like, like the label had came to them. They were yep. so hot in New Orleans, right? You know what I mean, like they were so like they were so hot and popular in New Orleans that mm-hmm. who was I think it was um, Warner Brothers came to them because they saw how much money they was um, getting from their own projects. You know what I mean? But um, I definitely do. And like with that being said, and as a many years he he has had in the business, I think he was on to something because like now right. you know as I said before, you don't hear too many. Um, Rappers shouting out labels like they did back in our time. 
know what I mean? It's like you're, I mean, like our favorite rappers were like shouting labels, this and the third. Nowadays, you already don't hear it. You know what I mean, oh. they may shout their like their own their sorry their own crew, but at, at the same time, you don't really hear them shouting on labels like they used to. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Oh. Cause, you know what I mean? Because like you know, because like I said, I think because of the information that has like surfaced about how record labels work, rappers today have figured out. Well, okay, since I don't want to get into a what they call like a three sixty deal, I'm gonna just right. you know try like do it myself. Like even like one. Um, one music artist said that if I figure out what services a label uses for their artists, I can do it for myself. And he was mm-hmm. right. You know what I mean? Uh, one of his albums so was uh what sold what like um I think what like I, I think it sold one or two million. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And 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 and, and, and like you know, like he was onto something. I mean, if 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 like if I'm an artist and I could use the same streaming services or like services period that a label uses, then mm-hmm. why should I have to go to a label when, when I can figure out how to, how to like do it myself? You know what I mean? Yeah. I said the same thing yeah, when true. that. I said the same the, like the exact same thing when years ago this um computer music program called um what's it called Fruit Free Loops. When that first came out, I like, think I know which one you're talking about. It, 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 it sort of rings a bell right now, but right. I think I know which one you're talking about. Because that's. Wait, man, look. It was, something different. Um, was it like a. Was it one of those platforms where you can just kind of like download music and stuff? Like whether it was legal. Uh, music I'm trying to. Nah, it, right. it was like. Free Loves. It was, it was a, a music program where you could like download to your laptop and make beats on it. Oh, it was I know that. What you're talking about. Like guys who wanted to produce their own stuff. Right, exactly. They, they use that one. Fruit Loops or something like that. Okay, right, right, exactly. When that first came out, I said, you know what? When that gets trendy, you're gonna see like a lot of artists doing it themselves. Instead of just like going to some like like going downtown somewhere or like finding somebody and paying them like a hundred or more dollars to like to like you know make a beat for them. And you yep. and then like you started to see like, you know, people Making making their own beats from that, you know what I mean? So like yeah, yeah like so I think so I so I definitely think Manny Fresh was like onto something, and I think what he said you know is uh, true because like you don't see so many artists shining out labels the way they had used to, you know what I mean? And with um that being said, you know, a, a um artist today gets on, and. Sometimes an artist gets not coached, but like says, you know, to or like gets told from label that, you know, we want you to rap about a, a certain certain subject matters because mm-hmm. rapping about this is more popular. You know what I mean? So that's what you know they like you know like they look for. Now, yeah. now like let's say you create like you're an artist and you get you know signed to a label, a, a, a regular label wants to sign you. But they tell you that they want you to rap about something that you are not cool with. Mm-hmm. And that's what certain rappers face is, is that decision to, you know, talk about things they have never experienced. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like artists are conflicted with who they are 
they and uh, what they are told by their um, by their higher up, so to speak. I don't know if it's really a matter of them being conflicted. Mm-hmm. I think it's just simply you just reading your contract. Um, I think when you when you when it's all said and done, it's it's all mathematics. Obviously, you want to appeal to the masses and to mm-hmm. the mainstream audiences, so you have your music that you put out that you create for those audiences. Mm-hmm. But they also have the music that that needs to be more true to you, to be more authentic. Um, I think authenticity gets lost in the shuffle when you do get told by a label that, hey, we're going to make this song a single and we're going to make this song a single. And this is how many songs we're going to put out for, for as singles for this album. Mm-hmm. This is who we want you to feature. This or this is who this is the song that we think you should feature because there are a lot of artists who have who have um, balked against that or have gone against the grain mm-hmm. when they've been told certain singles that they were thinking about shouldn't be made singles, and then the label gets proven wrong. Um, that's happened before. Um, I think that um, it's not necessarily them being conflicted. It's just it's being who you are as an artist. If you're if you feel like something is going to compromise who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. Be unafraid to say no to the idea. Right. You know, I understand, okay, I gotta get on somehow, so I need to compromise a little bit of myself. It's just like when some movie stars are asked to wear dresses in film. If you remember, that was a big thing why certain male uh actors were not being seen so much in Hollywood because they refused to wear dresses. Remember yeah. that? That was a big thing. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, the same thing with the, with the labels and stuff. They want you to compromise a little bit of yourself but it's about where they want you to compromise it at mm. so if you're conflicted or if an artist is conflicted that's on them that's not really it's not it, that's really on them because now they're they're hungering for the exposure by the label that they're willing to compromise certain things True. it's just like being on a job mm. if you're if you want to get to that next level position what are you going to have to compromise to get to that you might have to do a little bit of lying, a little bit of cheating, a little bit of sleeping with this person, <laughs> this person. You got to do something to get to the top, right? Mm. So you're compromising some form of self in some form of way, where you almost got to ask yourself, man, am I selling myself to such and such? Mm. Or am I really still being true to myself at the end of the day? Because to me, I'm not compromising myself for the sake of money and marketing exposure. If that's the case, I'd rather go do it myself. Okay. Because I, I the, the grind, I appreciate it more when I'm grinding and doing the work myself. Right, right. Versus right, having right. somebody else hand it to me in exchange for who Craig is. Right. Stop I feel you, man. And and, and and like, you know, and the reason why I asked that question is because I feel like there's artists out there who they don't want to rap about, you know, we're going to say like, you know, like, you know, selling drugs or, or, um, or, or like, or being on drugs, but, and and uh and uh, like gun violence, but they feel like they have to because that's appealing to the masses, and right. and like they might be a person who never did any of those things, but because they want to, you know, be noticed and and like have this like fame so bad that they will compromise themselves and like talk about things that they have never done. Like it's been you know a couple of interviews where where like I've seen that like this um it was it, it was one rapper. A long, long time ago, and I, and I can't remember his name, but 
it was during the whole drill music scene. And I remember like it was like, a, a Caucasian rapper and he was on what was it? Um it was on some show and they asked him about his lyrics and he said out his mouth that he doesn't do none of the stuff that he talks about in the uh, drill music. I mean like he knows it's it's like you know that super violence is like not for him, but he does it anyway. He runs about it anyway because that's that's his that's just like the it like you know like the it you know the um the end thing. You know what I mean? So it's like you gotta think about it. So cause like when I hear that, it's to me as a fan of like hip hop music, it like to me it it kinda like, you know, like makes me not wanna like listen to it because it's like, okay, you rap about something that you never did. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's, it's, it, like, to me, it's, it's like, not saying that, like, I'm, that, like, that I'm gonna, like, you know, celebrate somebody who's, like, you know, like, doing the stuff they rap about, but it's just that, to me, it doesn't make sense if you rap about something that you never had experienced or have done in your life. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, so like, you know, so like, for like some rappers, you know, some of them, they cool with, like, compromising with themselves about, you know, rap about certain things that they have never done. And some, I feel like some are, you know, conflicted in some sort of form or fashion, you know, but they just gonna like go along with it because that's just what they need to do to, to remain um, relevant. Exactly. Now, you, you do have some hip hop artists who don't compromise themselves um, and the things they rap about aren't about those things, mm-hmm. but because they're not always mainstream, you don't hear about them a whole bunch. Right. But if you are a true music person, mm. you know who they are. Right. You know what I'm saying? There are different artists I can name right here. I'm not going to use the platform to do it, though. Mm. But there are a lot of hip-hop artists that I've seen come through through, through the uh, through the waves that, that are actual artists. Yeah. But because they're not catering to that kind of stuff, they're, then they're, they're not being exposed or marketed the way that everybody else who is compromising themselves to do that mm-hmm. um you know i mean you you have where some artists you know they they talk about being a savage mm-hmm. or, or or having that kind of music where um you know where they, where they talk about their sexuality and stuff a lot mm-hmm. and, and and true sex sales we know that right mm-hmm. so but there's been this whole gripe with this artist that this artist isn't always lyrical right she always talks about this kind of stuff right and you know she has been on tons of features but still it's the same thing like a revolving door she's still constantly talking about it right the right, person right, right. i heard this artist off offline from what she normally you know puts out and she does have the ability to be lyrical it's just that she's doing what sells records i believe and what has people's attention yeah. but outside of it I feel like a lot of times when people, people they say, oh, well, if you want to question my talent, you need to listen to my album. You right. know what I'm saying? Listen to my album because that's when you really learn. For example, um, there was the issue about one particular hip hop artist who was being said by another artist that he steals lyrics from, from him and from everybody else. And that he's not really a talented musician. He's a white hip hop artist that has been accused of using everyone else's lyrics. Mm. And that his lyrics are not original. Okay. But um, the truth of the matter is, this artist is actually 
a very he's a solid artist who has multiple mixtapes. Um, one album he did is a song called Everybody. He has a song called Black Spider. Okay. And you know, and I thought that song was pretty dope. But what it's talking about is stereotypes. Mm-hmm. But what he goes into are things that um, in the song, certain lines are, are in support of lifestyles that you and I don't support. Mm-hmm. But in terms of him overall as an artist, he has a talent. So when it was said this person that this person actually steals mm-hmm. everybody's lyrics, I feel like that has to be proved. You have to you. prove to me that this person is stealing lyrics. I agree. And who's stealing lyrics from? Exactly. And he, he even talked about how this one person that accused him of that said that he had an idea about a one particular song mm-hmm. that now this hip hop artist has, and it's called by a phone number. I forgot what it's called. But it's a hotline yeah. that's, that expo- that's talking about abuse and things. Mm. He said that that idea was stolen from him. Mm. And he just changed the title of it to make it his own. That, that was the accusation. Okay. Don't know how true that really is. It's, I think it's just this particular hip-hop artist is barking at this. And he himself, he could he's not a bad artist himself. But I just think that he, he's pretty much saying, okay, before everybody starts gravitating to this guy, I want y'all to know he does still lyrics. He stole an idea from me. That's a whole different thing, though. Right, You're right, saying right. he stole an idea. That's not the same as stealing lyrics. I agree. If he took an, if he took an idea of yours and made it better, he mm. didn't steal it from you. Right. He just enhanced your idea and made it better on a whole different platform that got him way more notoriety and exposure. Right. And you're upset about that. That's all that really is. Right. Right. That's right. Not, not stealing lyrics. Mm. So when you talk about artists compromising a bit of who they are this authenticity is a problem to me I feel like um, subject content really is a problem and then if you got artists who are talking about a lifestyle that they don't even live mm-hmm. that kind of damages your credibility as an artist because it's not even about street credit right. it's your credibility as an artist right like what like quality work if you're putting out stuff that have, that you have never done in your life Mm-hmm. I'm now going to question the things you do after that. Because now I gotta ask, did you really do it? In my mind, I'm gonna be asking, like, okay, does artists really do that? Like, uh, is, this a, is this a life that they really about? Because if you're not about that life, then why are you talking about it? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and, that, and that leads right into the artists who are being looked into by authorities and two hip hop artists who have been arrested and have cases against them based on what they're saying to be our affiliations with different gangs and other activities mm-hmm. based off of their lyrics. Now, to me, when I first heard this, I thought it was bananas. How can you arrest someone off of suspicion of gang affiliation mm-hmm. because you heard it in their music? Mm-hmm. Like, who's, who, who's getting arrested for that? When have we ever seen a hip-hop artist get arrested for talking about his affiliation with a gang? Like, you know, of course, we know certain hip hop artists, one who just passed away, who was an activist himself, who owned a clothing line, Marathon Clothing. What are you talking about, yo? He actually was part of Rolling 60s. That's, that's what it was. He was Rolling 60s script. Right. And he mentioned references to Rolling 60s. Mm-hmm. So my question would be, if this artist was alive today, would you have arrested him? Good question. Would you arrest them? Or is it different strokes for different folks? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that's what it is. Right. It's different strokes for different folks. Right. 
Because I don't believe in my mind that this this artist would have been arrested. I believe that this artist would have would have they probably would have called for them to look into him, but mm-hmm. it wouldn't have stuck at all because he has something positive around him as well. Right. That's kind of you know running interference or would have ran interference. I believe. Right. If anybody would have come forward with some type of accusation, because if that's the case, then why won't you do other hip hop artists who are mainstream? One particular who just dropped the album. Mm-hmm. Um, he just dropped the hip hop album after five years of hiatus. Mm-hmm. Why don't you ask him? He's a blood. He's talked about it in his music, but are you arresting him? No, you're arresting the other two hip hop artists who don't have that type of clout that he does. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering wh- wh- which one is it. That's why I'm confused on this whole arresting and putting cases on these guys. And I'm guessing it's because those guys have priors. They've had cases before against them. Could and be. for being told the law before. I don't know. I mean, what, what, what do you think about? It? I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's. I mean, it's like, it's really like no really like certain way to answer that other than you know if like if if like you have proof of uh, of uh, what you're saying, then you know me on the outside looking in, what can I say? If the proof is there, you know what I'm saying? And it's and it's and it's you know. It's the same that that like that like that like these like talented people are, you know, some of them have to, you know, may have not left that lifestyle alone and it follows them. You know what I mean? And it and it and it puts a, a spotlight on them. You know, like that's like really like, unfortunate. You know, and um the next thing that I have want to um talk about is, you know, on on uh, what you were just talking about is um Holding rappers responsible for their lyrical content. Yes. You know what I mean? So, like, because a lot of people feel like that, you know, rappers talking about certain subjects and it's, you know, affecting the, the younger crowd, you know, like the uh, teenagers, the uh, teenagers and the kids, whatever. And, and they feel like when they talk about something, you know, sexually explicit or it's talking about gun violence, gang banging drug dealing or drug using right they, they like tend to like glorify that and it's going to affect the kids so it's like how are these good role models so my question is do you feel like rappers should be held responsible for that type of lyrical content whether male or female do I feel like they should be held responsible um <clears throat> I might catch a little flack for this one so I'm gonna choose my answer very carefully um <laughs> I'm going to say I don't think they should be totally responsible I don't think so Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day at the end of the day these guys most of I mean this goes back decades ago when you had hip hop groups that said skip the police right forget Mm -hmm. the police right it goes that far back right and they're arrested for live content because they were even told before concerts they can't do that song if they do that song they're going to be arrested and sure enough, what did they do? They did the song. They yeah, got arrested. Yep. And then you had another up-and-coming artist whose mystery remains unsolved, who was gunned down at the age of 25, who had a total influence, not just on hip-hop culture, but on just the hip-hop and the, and the, and the ghetto and everybody in general. He was a movement by himself. And yep. because he exposed so many different things that the government was doing, his intelligence took him so far. I believe it was his, it was his exact war intelligence that got him killed. It wasn't his gang affiliation. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that he was exposing so much out there mm-hmm. that they probably looked at him and said, "Okay, this guy before he gets too powerful, we need to kill him." Mm-hmm. 
powers that be might have ended that. But just coming back to a full circle as far as his lyrics, we had there were women on Capitol Hill, black women on Capitol Hill. I don't, I mean, I hate to use race field, so I'm gonna we can skip that. Okay. Uh, I apologize for that. Um, there were women on Capitol Hill that were talking about hip hop artists, and they actually talked about him. And when he was in jail, he was the first artist whose album went platinum while he was still in prison. I remember. He went platinum while he was still in prison. And everybody talked about his lyrics and what they did. And there was one interview that he had where they were talking to him about his lyrics. Mm. And they were trying to trip him up, trying to expose him and say that it's his lyrics that was causing, you know, inspiring people to acts of violence and this and that and the other. Um, I feel like we all have a choice, right? Mm. And with our younger generation, with with youth, I feel like parents can't supervise everything kids do. But you can to a degree where you end up finding out what your kids are listening to. I know when I was growing up, there was music I was listening to that I shouldn't have been listening to. Hey, and my mom would find out. She would find tapes, she would find <laughs> CDs, stuff that I wasn't supposed to be listening to. But that's because I I didn't do my part in making sure she didn't find out. But it was one of those things where it happened. Right. It happened. Now, was it my choice to go and and try to sneak behind it and do it. Yes, that's a choice. So I say that to say, you can't put the blame on artists entirely. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. Most of them are only talking about what they did actually live. Right. Some of them did really live that life. They really did. And all that they did was just try to expose that life and talk about what was real in their music. Another another hip hop artist who turned actor and producer, producer of the movie Friday. He now has the big three basketball league. Mm. He, when he was on on national television about his lyrics and what hip hop was about, he got grilled for his. So it's not it hasn't changed, really. To be honest, you know, there is it hasn't changed because it's just a new age, new movement. But the so the whole thing about lyrics and everything that's going to always be a debatable topic. It's always going to yeah. be should they be responsible. My my word, like I said, in, in, in a nutshell, is no. Okay. What? Well, I mean, what? I mean, what you think? For for me, it's. I mean, every individual is responsible for for their own actions. You know what I mean? Whether good or like whether it's good or bad. You know, with like rappers, it's like I feel like if they feel the the responsibility of being a. Um, What's the word looking for? Shoot, um, like a mentor or 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 like a uh, role model for the younger generation. I feel like that artist, if he's that, you know, so bent on that, then he'll make the choice to make certain music because of that. Now, if right. now now like you have like some artists who like say that, but they still talk about the the um, the subject matter they talk about, you know, the violence, the drugs, sexuality, you know. They feel like you know, it's like they they do them wrong because it's 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 just freedom of speech. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and it's like you know, the rappers like they've heard you know like talk about that you know like talk about those those things, but at the same time you know, like I see them having the, like their own stores catering to the uh, young crowd. You know what I mean? I see them like go to schools and they talk to the um, troubled youth. You know. Getting them to encourage them to stay in school. You know what I mean? So, with the 
but at the same time, talking about the same thing, the same subject matter that like most rappers talk about, you know. So it's like it's it's really hard for me to say that they should be held, they should be held responsible because it's like that's it's it's, it's more so that's a choice that that individual has to make. You know what right. I mean? But I'm gonna take a step further with this. It's like okay. Okay, cool. Y'all some rebels who, who talk about this now third. As the consumer, if you're not a fan of those type of um, music, then you have a choice not to, not to play it or buy it. But at the yeah. same time, you know, some of us complain about those type of um, lyrics, but yeah. what are the songs that we mostly play? It's the it's the lyrics that we it's the songs with subject matters that we complain about. You know what I mean? It's like you want to change the music, you don't want rappers to like talk about this and third. And there are rappers. I can name you a couple of rappers who don't who, who, who don't talk about the same things that's you know popular in the music industry. You know who are very very talented artists, but those yeah. artists don't get supported the same way the you know the um, mainstream artist does. Yeah, you know what I mean. They don't talk about you know like certain things like like one artist I love to uh, listen to, but 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 I'm not gonna say his name. You know, he had a song about his um, who was was his his little sister. I mean, not like the song wasn't about her. It was about a um, girl that he knew growing up. You know what I mean? Uh, she lived a certain lifestyle and she eventually yeah. um got killed. And he right. made that song for his little sister. And like that mm-hmm. song is on YouTube actually. And like he's a, a popular artist. Now, yeah. as 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 literally talented talented as he is, to this day, I look at that video, that song, and mm-hmm. I only see only see a, like you know very few comments on that particular song. Which in, which in which in today's world, you know, yeah. with with like all stuff that, that like that we got going on, songs like that are very needed, but it's very supported. Right. You know what I mean, so it's like so. What I'm saying is that if you could, you know, talk about okay, you don't like artists talking about this and the third, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear this subject matter anymore. Okay, yeah. so are you supporting the artists that don't talk about it? Yep. It's that's, that's a great question. Cause my whole thing is, I would say name a name an artist that you don't hear about as much. Mm-hmm. Can you name me about five artists that you don't hear about as much that has great music or good music that's that's not associated with these subject lines? Because I can name artists, mm-hmm. and the reason why I can name artists is because I listen to music. Right. I listen to music, and I'm not a fan of those things. So to right. speak, as far as the lifestyles and stuff that we talked about, because at a certain point, it's at a point where certain artists I can't stand their voice when they get on TV, even right. when they talk in interviews. <laughs> right. Like I can't stand their voice. One particular artist, she did a song. Uh, I'm not gonna say the title of it, but you know what I'm saying. She's she's been she's done a song where she comes from the stripper life, mm-hmm. and when she starts talking, it's just a certain air about that I'm just thrown away by because I'm like, I don't even like your voice. Right. I don't. <laughs> even when you're not rapping. Right. You just kind of have this, you kind of have this real ghetto ratchet, like, mm. the way you sound when you talk. And you just like not a fan of it at all. 
I I, I feel like this. Mm-hmm. Even when she's a feature, I still have to kind of be like, okay, let me, you know, fill this out. And I'll figure it out from there. Mm-hmm. But as far as it goes, a lot of ladies like this artist. A lot of young young girls like this artist. True. And then and then it's, it's this whole thing about this whole movement about Hot Girl Summer. Like, you yeah, have these two artists who, who yeah. promote Hot Girl Summer. There's like a certain, you know, promo- promotion about that. And mm-hmm. my my whole thing is just that if you're not listening to that, what else are you listening to? Because I have a plethora of people I listen to that's not affiliated with that. And, you know, and I, and I find their music to be just as good, you know what I'm saying? And, um, because they're not talking about their lifestyle, yes, they're they're taking a hit by not being necessarily exposed on a mainstream platform. Right. But you know what's interesting though? Mm-hmm. A lot of the mainstream artists still know who some of these artists are. They and they're be. putting their names out. Yep. They're putting their names out there. And what's so nice about that is you got like, I'm talking like big time hip hop artists who know who these underground artists are. Yep. And they, they check them out and they, they they say their names or expose them in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. So even though that artist may not be in the mainstream, they're still getting that just do from OGs who respect them. Right. People who are on the mainstream platform and have been OGs for years. Mm-hmm. So they still getting that just do some kind of way or getting their name out some kind of way. And it never stopped them from putting out real content. I mean, mm-hmm. have you ever stopped the music from, main, from a mainstream music but then pivot to the left or right because you think about buying some artist you've never heard of. You ever did that? Honestly, like I, pay, pay, pay for music for somebody that you've never heard of, heard of, as opposed to buying somebody you could have heard of. Uh, honestly, I've done that quite a few times, only because it's like you know, I because I personally feel like you know I want to keep like you know like doing the same thing that like someone else is doing. I kind of want to just like see what someone else is like talking about. You know what I mean? So I've done that like a few times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because a, a friend of mine that that linked up with a major hip hop artist mm-hmm. who was socially conscious rapper as well. Um, his music, this 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 main hip hop artist was in was in a group with another hip hop artist who turned Muslim and no longer does hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Back when they were a group, when they were a duo, I liked them. I liked him then. So when he went solo, mm-hmm. um, I, I continued to listen to a lot of his music because it wasn't talking about that kind of stuff. It was more along the lines of like real hip hop. It was the culture. It was right. he was socially conscious, diff, uh, different acti- things like that. Right. And so he, he was. I would say he got into the the, the he was pure hip hop basically. Okay. Um, hip hop today, if you ask somebody about what hip hop is, I'm sure you get a variance of answers. But the, but he's one of the OGs. I feel like, you know, who stamped his name in hip hop a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And anything that he's brought underneath him has been under the, under that same umbrella. Okay. And and um, that has allowed those artists to shine. I mean, their names aren't totally out there, but I've seen them. I've heard them. And I, I don't know. I mean, I, I would buy their music, but see, that's the thing about it. Like, streaming stuff, it's not like that costs money on our part as consumers. Yeah. But the artists aren't getting really any money off. Right. That's, I know. And, and, it's, and it's, like, if I'm going to help somebody, if I'm going to help somebody really get some money, if they're at a venue, that's when I would pay my money to them because right. 
Definitely. That, that, see, but buying music people I never heard of, of course, yeah, it, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a leap of faith, so to speak, in a way, because you putting your money into something that you ain't never heard about. True. But um, but my thing is money coming up. Yeah, I agree. Money coming goes. So even if you get a whack artist that you spend money on, <laughs> you'll walk away saying that person was whack. I'm not going to listen to nothing else that they come out with. Or they probably just had where they, they first set of music was terrible, but they developed as an artist and their music got better. Right. Because I think a lot of artists come out, when they first come out, some artists, their first album is a flop. Mm-hmm. And, it, and then that second one ends up being much better than the first one because they developed as an artist. They got behind the right people and stuff like that. But yeah, man, I've, I've bought, I've taken my chances plenty of times, man. Okay. Or I let other people take chances and I just listen to it. <laughs> right, right. Somebody <laughs> else take that chance. Right, you know. And I know for me, the type of artists that I do like, that, that, that I like to uh, listen to, and like love to hear yeah. like um, you know like talking interviews, is the yeah. ones who like they talk about the life that they had lived, like selling drugs or like game banging, or like whatever. Yeah. But they have a um, repetitive attitude about their actions. You know what I mean? Right. Like for example, it, uh, this one this one MC, him and his like him and his brother, you know, started out. Uh, what was that? Somewhere in the in, um, 2000s, and uh, they had a uh, popular song. Know what I mean, yeah. and the, uh, something matter. You know I mean, they was uh, talking about you know like glorifying and um some drugs, but on, but on like some songs that they, that they had did. Even now, while I listen to like some of those songs, I love his verses. I'm a, I mean, now his brother, like I'm a fan of when he when when, when he like when, when like he can like rap about things. And like not talk about you know you know uh, you know like selling drugs or whatever, but when I hear his when I hear like him rap, you know what I mean it's like he has this repentive like actual like you know what I did sell drugs, but then at the same time I go home, I felt like so I, like I felt so bad because I'm because I'm responsible for this person having a uh, messed up life because I because I had you know I had um excuse me. Because I had, you know, like sold drugs to them, and now they're on the street, you know, begging, you know, what I mean? like begging for change or whatever for their for, for their next hit, and I'm responsible for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like I love hearing that. To, you know, I me mean, type of uh, songs, like yeah. and like to the point where like you know this this MC, like like even like I mean his choice to like you know not do music like that. He, I'm sorry. He had chose not to make music like that anymore a, a couple of years back. I mean, so like now, so like now, like his songs are more, or like more so, like cared to. Um, it's more so cared to God, mostly. You know what I mean, even like a couple of times, like they had um, his old label would like come to him and would present him with a deal to like you know do another um, album with his brother or like go on tour with him. And mm-hmm. and like he will always refuse, saying that you know that I would do this, but if I have to rap the same verses where I'm going find you know selling drugs, then I can't do it because of like who I am right now, and 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 it go against my beliefs. If I have to mm-hmm. do that, then I don't want to. Then then I won't take this money. You know what I mean? And I yeah. applaud him for that because most rappers would not have made that decision. 
know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, if, like, say, like, you about to go on tour with somebody and, they, and, like, they, like, they're going to pay you, like, $20,000, $30,000 to perform songs that, that, um, talk about, you know, like, gun violence or, like, drug dealing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you yourself know that you're a changed person. You don't want to do that stuff anymore. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, like he stand on his on his morals and principles. You know, yeah. and I definitely, you know, respect that out of him so much. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But you know what I mean? But uh, but but to uh, some, you know, rappers, it's hard for them to like make that choice. Cause like when the money come in, it's like it's hard. It's like it's, it's hard to say no to what's attached to it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, my thing is um, when that particular artist, um, when the group decided to go in different directions, whatever, his, his little brother still raps about those things and talks about that stuff as mm-hmm. if, you know, as if he lived it. Right. While at the same time, he has beef with another hip hop artist who says, you only talked about, you only rap about what you knew. You never lived that life. You never moved. I remember that, yeah. Cool. I remember that, yeah. You never moved that stuff. Mm-hmm. You're just talking out the side of your neck. You never did any of that. Right. You know, <laughs> and so because of those types of things, which goes back to what you were talking earlier about rapping lyrics about a life you never would have lived, mm-hmm. this artist has insisted on that's what he used to do. He used to move right. snow. He used to move white. That's what his, that's what his way was of talking about, you know, mm-hmm. moving and selling, selling drugs and moving weight. Mm-hmm. But, um, at this particular point, that particular brother is still he's still doing this thing, talking about that. Sometimes talking about that in his music. Yeah. Um and what's so crazy is his brother who turned to God supposedly is who wedded him and his wife. So did he I remember that, yeah. So he did. wedded them. Yeah. So uh, and so ironically, you know, when you look at that, because I remember, you know, when they first came out together, everybody was trying to was Beating on the table, doing the beat to doing the song. The beat, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, everybody, everybody in high school was trying, was trying to do that beat, and uh, you know, and now it's back when the producer was big that they worked oh, yeah. with, mm-hmm. and uh, that producer was like, had been out for some years already, but mm-hmm. when he got a hold of this group, it was like, it he he took them, and at the same time, he himself grew amongst amongst that situation too. Mm-hmm. But um, when you talk about those type of artists who who turn their lives over to God, I mean, we we seen it with another hip hop artist who did come back from turning his life over to God. He also came back to the hip hop era, but you didn't hear too much about him. He kind of fizzled out a little bit. He was a, he was a part of the, the 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 big label that ended up you know featuring a hip hop artist or producer who was known for giving people bad contracts. Mm-hmm. And of course, he left the label because of contract disputes. But in the midst of while he was gone, he turned his life over to God. Mm-hmm. And this hip hop artist returned. He even had a song called Welcome Back to a single his return to hip hop. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it, it was basically designed for him. And when I hear him in interviews about when he gave his life over to God, it's rather interesting how he tells it. Because what makes it interesting to me is because if you did that and then you came back to hip hop, Mm. Did you leave that to come back to hip hop, or do you have, <clears throat> or do you now have a conflict now of where you're trying to live that life that you turned over to, versus being back in hip hop? And I think for him it was more like a phase. I don't even think it was anything that 
I think so too, yeah. Where he was truly committed to that. I, I just think it was a phase. But when he talks about it, I, I don't know if I can truly I can't say hundred percent that that's what it was, but it just sound it just feels like a phase to me. And <clears throat> you know, and the same thing with the hip hop artists I told you about earlier, that I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Um who fled to Africa. Yeah. And turned Muslim and everything. He's fully committed to that lifestyle, which is why he left hip hop. I remember, and yeah. um, and so he doesn't do hip hop anymore. Um, <clears throat> but he was in the process of coming back to the states to do a tour one time, one more time. But he got held up because of questions about his citizenship mm-hmm. and about his his cards, his resident cards, mm-hmm. and they still have a problem to this day that we know of, which is why he's still out of the country and not mm-hmm. able to be over here. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's, it's, yeah. it's just interesting how that goes. Right. Don't hear him. You're right about that. Mm. And and um, one thing that I had like once mentioned, you know, once again, you know, the rapper Common, like he had this line that that like that like sparked this whole you know, like conversation. He said, "We write songs about wrong because it's hard to see right." You know what I'm saying? And it's like. Some of these rappers grew up in rough areas. Let you know I me, mean, Craig. Like they had grew up in rough areas. You and, and like you and I know those. And like you and I know those rough areas. Let me. Like no saying. Let me. Like you and I had had, 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 had um been born in those been born in those areas. Right. You know what I mean. So it's like when you hear them rap about certain things, it's like that's what they know. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't like nobody. They don't know about like anything else. So it's like you kind of feel bad for them because they because like they haven't seen or know or, or know anything outside of the area that they like. They like uh, those. They like that was like born in. Right. You know what I mean. So and like a lot of them talking about you know their father. Their father not being there. And so them growing up had to make certain decisions that they, which I heard some of them say that they didn't want to make, but they said that was the only thing on on the uh, table for to, table for them, so to speak. So I'm gonna change the uh, topic a little bit, but when you have young men growing up in rough areas and not and like and like not having someone to um when like when like a parent is is absent in your opinion like how does that affect the child a young man when when that when he when he's you know experiencing that um give me one second i gotta see what's going on my son's doing something crazy <laughs> right, no problem no problem Recording stopped.